So today we're discussing this concept that lies behind all achievement agency. And then we throw that word around quite a bit here on the show is agency. Um, but help us understand just a little bit more when we, when we talk about agency, what does that actually mean? Agency is really about not letting your life just happen to you, but having the ability to influence what is happening. And it's really about having ownership and personal responsibility in what is taking place. And I think it's it's really easy, especially when things are chaotic or stressful, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the time for a lot of people, it's easy to feel like you don't have any agency. And so this is all about with our goals, how do we have agency um, even when things are hard or, or maybe it's like we have a lot of obstacles in our way. How do we still have agency to achieve them? I think it's kind of a little secret that we can leverage uh, if we're aware of it. Is it just me or I don't think I learned this usage of the word agency until I was like 30. Is that mm-hmm. is that crazy? Like I really I was in a grad class and somebody made it. I like remember it so specifically. And I, they were something like, well, and this character, she doesn't have agency over blank. And I said, I was like, can you say that again? And she said it again and like just like looked me in the <laughs> face and I and I went, Oh, okay, that's that's how you say that. Like I just am I alone or did we all use the word agency forever? I don't think I learned it until I got here to to so. full focus. In the context of cause you always think of it as something external, like you go to a modeling agency right. or acting agency or mm-hmm. somebody else has agency in the thing that they're doing that you participate in, but never like, oh, I have agency to make moves however I would want to and take ownership over certain things. So, no, I'm with you on that. Well, that's what we're talking about today, right? That's great. <laughs> there it is. That's your, that's your whole lesson. We all know, yes, uh, everybody listening, agency. Um, it's it's not just a marketing agency. It's it's much more. It's like it's kind of like a little uh, – little, um, Oh my gosh, what would it be called? Like, what's your power? Your superpower. Agency uh, yeah. is your superpower. And it's like a real life superpower that we all have when leveraged well. Do y'all like how long yeah. it took me to figure out the word superpower? <laughs> That's all right. We're with you though. But I'll say this too. Now that we're talking about it, I feel like it's always it's always a service that you can tap into that you have to go somewhere else to mm-hmm. get versus actually owning it, owning it yourself and then you know, exercising within your own realm of possibility, I guess I could say. So today we're talking about how we can use our agency in goal achievement. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs here with Courtney Baker. Happy Monday to you, Courtney, and happy Monday to everyone listening today. 
Happy Monday. I think this topic is especially great for a Monday because you can kind of go into your week. Again, we already mentioned with this superpower in mind and really, because guys, stuff comes up during the week, you know, things happen, obstacles happen. And so it's like, how, what are you going to do with those things that come up this week? And so I'm really excited that today on Monday, hopefully you're listening to this podcast, maybe on your way to work or getting ready that you can kind of have this as a, as a tool uh, this week. So what we're talking about today is two strategies that you can implement to really exercise your agency, to exercise your ownership over your week and how that directly affects your goal achievement process. So strategy number one, embrace your constraints. And I'll I'll say this, Courtney, as we kind of get into this, I think this is just a critical concept to understand because if we don't understand that we actually have agency, then this kind of colors our whole, even our goal framing process. Right. Because we'll count ourselves out of trying to achieve certain things if we do not believe that we have agency in those things, especially work related goals and things of that nature. So as we go into strategy number one about embracing your constraints, I think an important step in that process is noting and identifying what those constraints are or our perceived constraints. Mm -hmm. That way we can we can really um, exercise the agency in those areas. I think this is really helpful place to start with embracing your constraints. And it's probably a whole nother episode to talk about, is your constraint actually a constraint? But Hmm. in this instance, I think a lot of times when we think about not having agency, what we would do with those obstacles is probably just like complain about them. And that may not be Mm -hmm. actually to someone. It may just be in our own thoughts of like, are you kidding me? Like, this, like, oh, so frustrating. Like, I can't get done what I can do. And instead, what this says is like, okay, let me just look at what the constraints are. And then rather than like complaining, it allows our brain to think, okay, what could I do that's within my control to overcome these obstacles? And I think that's really what we mean by embrace your constraints is like, Hey, can we open up another way of thinking that allows you to approach it with a sense of power, like empowerment? So hopefully that kind of frames up what we're talking about here. Yeah, and I think it does. And it's it's understanding um, for ourselves that, you know, when we try to control things that are literally outside of our control, like how much energy that actually takes up and how much energy we we spend trying to control things that are are not under our control. Like we can't affect whatever that thing is. But as we go back and identify, okay, hey, this may seem like a a block or a hindrance to what I'm actually trying to do. But if I understand it, then I can figure out my energy can go towards figuring out what I need to do around it to actually get where I want to go. Even if you feel like you have limited agency, you still have agency and it's worth exploring uh, where you can go with that. You know, I can think back to one of my goals um, really quickly after I had my second child of, you know, the I was trying to do a pretty, I'm going to bring up Peloton again. You know, I was in that those early days of doing those challenges and I could have just been angry with the fact that I have very little time in the morning to work out. 
Um, you know, that mm-hmm. like I have children up and like trying to like force that, that goal into that day. But what I did say was like, okay, from seven to seven, that's my constraint. I can't work out during those hours. Right. Like those hours, if I try to do it, then it's just going to be frustrating and I'm not going to make progress towards that goal. And so I said, okay, what do I have control of? these hours before and these hours after. And so it allowed me to think of, okay, what do I actually need to do to be able to achieve this goal and have agency towards this goal? So that's just one example of like actually just acknowledging the constraint really helped move me forward. Yeah. And I'm even thinking about like people in the medical field who it's it would seem like that your hours like your week is just seamless. Your days kind of run into each other. So you really have mm-hmm. limited time maybe to uh, actually work on the goals or in other domains of your life that you really feel like, you know, you want to gain progress in. I have a friend of mine who has a similar job. He's a uh, an over the road driver, right? A day driver. So mm. he's running from Nashville to Alabama, Mississippi, all in a day. So he works 12 hour days. And so for almost six days a week. And I'm like, you know, how do you get anything else done? Because as soon as you get back home, you're pretty much going to sleep, wake up the next morning, do the same thing. And he said, man, I'm just working on trying to work in the windows. So anytime he has a break, if it's a stop, if he's, um, if it's the hour here to exercise, you know, he'll hop out of the truck, grab his weights that are in there and, and gets his exercise in. Cause he has a, uh, you know, a physical domain goal that he wants to achieve, you know, by the time he hits 50 or anything that, Anything else that he would want to lend his time to, he's figuring out where are these windows within the constraint of my day that I can actually make some progress in these other things that I'm trying to accomplish. So working, embracing your constraints and then identifying those windows that you can do what you just said, Courtney, is, hey, if I want to hop on the Peloton bike, I have to do it between these other other hours. Otherwise, they may not happen. I love that, Verbs. I think that's really, really good. Another idea might be if you find yourself, and I I hear this frequently of people that are like, my week just gets blown up. You know, they're like day one or day two. It's like, okay, everything I planned, all these like burning fires have come along and I can't do what I set out to do. So one way would be, okay, you know, if my boss asks me to do something, most likely, you know, there's, there is some agency there, you know, like you could say like, Hey, here's my, here's what I was working on. Can you help me reprioritize that? But if that happens consistently, it's probably helpful just to say, okay, here's a constraint. A lot of weeks I have things coming in that I wasn't expecting during the week. And so if that is happening, then that allows you to say, okay, how can I think about this differently? So like an idea might be, hey, rather than setting your big three for the week on Sunday night, you actually talk to your boss about having a meeting on Monday morning uh, to get their priorities and then set your weekly big three after that meeting. You know, is mm-hmm. there a creative way if you just say, okay, these are the constraints Okay, what does that allow me to do with my thinking to overcome this, to actually help me have agency towards achieving my goal? Yeah. So in that way, we we eliminate both the Sunday scaries and the Tuesday jitters <laughs> when our weeks, <laughs> our schedules get blown up after those boss meetings. Yeah. That's that's our new, we got to remember that one, Tuesday jitters. Tuesday jitters. <laughs> yeah. 
that's when everything on Monday shifts and you just don't know which is what's happening on Tuesday. Is that the but Wednesday yeah. wackies as well? Hey, I like that one too. Put that one to the hopper. It's a <laughs> Let's workshop it. Let's try it on a little bit and see how it goes. <laughs> but you definitely don't want your Friday frustrated. Mm. That's right. Mm. We're going to cue that one <laughs> out. This is, day, this is actually when we announce our new series of children's books from Full Focus about organizing <laughs> your week. And we, we have this. a little theme song. It could teach them the days of the week and how to be productive. You know what? Let's let's cut this part out so that people don't get in on the – they don't steal our idea. This is our idea. <laughs> we have claimed it. Protect that IP. So strategy number two on how to leverage agency in our goal achievement is to, guys, this is kind of a hard one, uh, but it's to hold ourselves accountable. Hold yourself accountable. Yeah, this is really, we have the most agency when we're owning uh, what we need to do to move towards our goals. That really ownership is, important on a lot of levels, including leadership, but especially in achievement. We've set out what we want to accomplish. It's really where the source of all the agency comes is like actually being truthful with ourselves of accountability. Yeah. And I feel like it's even when you read it out loud, hold yourself accountable. It seems a little bit antithetical because (laughs) we're always used to find a peer, help them you know, mm-hmm. have them hold you accountable for whatever your goals are. Or it's almost like an advanced move. It's like, okay, now I'm responsible for holding myself accountable, but really nobody else knows the details of what I'm trying to accomplish necessarily. And so it's realizing that, again, the ownership is all in your all in your plate. The ball is in your court to make the moves that you need to do. So let's say, for instance, if you're holding yourself accountable, you have a ritual set up. Maybe you're not seeing the gains that you would like to see or a consistency that you would like to see in your rituals. Well, you have the agency and you have the ability to take on ownership to say, hey, this is not working the way I would want it to work or it's not producing what I thought it would produce. So let me just sit down, maybe readjust some things, readjust the Mm -hmm. times, readjust the activities, whatever it might be, however you want to update those so that you can be the best version of yourself when you're going into your work day in the morning or the best version of yourself when you're Um, engaging with your family in the morning, whatever it might be. Don't just get to the point where you feel like, ah, it's broke and I don't have time to fix it. This is where you remind yourself that you have the agency, you're holding yourself accountable and really leading yourself in this regard to make the adjustments needed to go forward. A couple of weeks ago, Megan Hyatt Miller shared a, it was like a um, quote from somebody and, and it was along the lines of like, excuses make today easy and Mm. and tomorrow like harder, the future harder and like discipline makes today harder. Like, let's be real. You know, it would be easier not to work out today, Um, but it makes tomorrow harder. And it really rung true with me. And I say that I share that with y'all to say it might be helpful. Like if you have something like that, that you can speak back to yourself that makes you choose the thing that is harder today to do. Um, and so there have been several times lately where, you know, I've been like, you know what, doing this today, having the discipline to get my daily big three done, really prioritize that 
it makes today harder, but the future easier. Like it's worth it for me to do the things to keep myself accountable to do this and do it well so that, you know, I get where I'm trying to go. And I know that's much easier to say than and actually do, but I, I think that's like a helpful, it's been helpful for me of just remembering, being able to reframe that up that, hey, this, this ritual or this daily big three, I have the prerogative and agency to do it and have a little reminder that helps push me over the edge if needed. And even when we're talking about our, our daily big threes and our weekly big threes, it's, we should be hitting those if we're identifying them, um, at the beginning of the week or beginning of our days, we should be hitting those a majority of the time, except for things that are, these big unexpected events that there's mm-hmm. you know no way you could have accounted for and realizing hey you already know going into it the moment you set your daily big 3 especially that there's going to be things that it's going to be a message that pops into your your slack dm it's going to be an email that you got that uh feels like it's on fire and it's urgent and if you take this thing on then it's going to throw off the rest of your three items that you had set mm-hmm. for that day. So there's there's always going to be that thing that's going to try to lure you away to uncommit to your daily big three. It could be something pressing on fire, or it could just be something that you feel like you'd rather do in place of one of your daily big three items. But whatever it is, again, you have the agency to go back on track and recommit to, your, to the three things that you want to do because you know the effect of what could happen if you don't do those three things or if you don't do the weekly big three that you set out for at the beginning of the week. This is where we introduce a new business or a new branch of full focus. It's called like full focus muscle. And what you do is you tell you tell full focus, you say, hey, I'm going to do this habit goal or whatever. This is my, and then just like randomly without announcing, someone shows up at your door to make sure you're, <laughs> you're doing it. And if they're not, I don't know what's going to happen. I just, you just, you don't want to find out <laughs> what's going to happen. So that's, that's another way that we're going to help people uh, hold themselves accountable. Yeah. <laughs> but you have the agency to set it up. That's my point. Yes. <laughs> Available on monthly subscription uh, today. Yes. Fullfocusmuscle.co. Well, you probably know the benefits of a compound effect of small actions through daily habits, but the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. 
All right. So many of you know this uh, already. Some of you don't, but we do have a full focus community on Facebook. There's tons of conversation, tons of tips, ideas, hacks about using the planner. And every once in a while, we pull a question that someone has posed one of our full focus community members there on the page. And so today our producer, Nick, is going to read one of those questions for us and we're going to see how we can help. Verbs, I don't know how you feel about this. I mean, this is we've only done this a few times, but I feel my anxiety going up. I'm like, we have no <laughs> idea. We don't know what, what the question yeah, is. Yeah, we have no idea. Right. Uh, just so y'all are clear listening, we don't know. So, all right. all right, Nick, what do we got? Well, this is a question from Teresa. She writes, I just listened to the podcast episode on rewarding yourself when you hit your goals. I need some input on what Uh-oh. to do about rewards for some of my goals. I am on my first full focus planner. Welcome. Congratulations. All the Welcome, things. Teresa. Yeah. Yes. I set some habit goals and I have made vast, in caps, vast progress on them. However, awesome. I set up the goal as a streak of doing these habits for a certain number of days. For a variety of reasons, I do not have a streak. And at this point, I cannot even get the certain number of days before the quarter ends without a streak. Also, I'll be traveling in June, so I should have known that a streak would have been challenging from the outset. Did I mention I am a newbie? Ha ha, in caps. Any ideas? (laughs) That's how people say that. Ha ha. Uh, Ha ha. Any ideas (laughs) on how I can reward and celebrate my progress, even if I didn't achieve my unrealistic streak goal? Well, my first thought is... It sounds like to me, like, it sounds like she's really made progress. And that is exciting. It sounds like maybe she set up her goal. Again, she's new. Maybe she set her goal up with what she knew at the time. And I think now it is, it probably at some point with one of your weekly previews, and that may not, you may not be using that yet since you're kind of new. Um, It should have probably, you should have revised that goal along the way to make it more synced up with what was actually happening. And so Mm -hmm. um, it's interesting, even this, this episode about constraints actually kind of aligns with this. Like if there were constraints that were keeping you from maybe hitting it the exact way you thought, but in the end, you're actually making great progress on this. I think we just need to revise the goal. That would be my first tip. And then it becomes really clear of like, oh, I accomplished this. Like, I've succeeded. That's that's my initial thought. Verbs, what do you think? Yeah. And I think, um, and I correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I agree with what you said. First of all, it's progress over perfection. So for the fact that she described her own progress as making vast strides towards that is huge. So we should celebrate that mm-hmm. also. Absolutely. Um, but then even how you view the streak tracker, like is it an actual, my goal is to make sure all these dots are connected or is my goal to make sure I'm doing such and such a uh, habit that I'm trying to to install a certain amount of days over the quarter? Because then you're you're still making progress. You just may not have all your dots connected. Yeah. I understand that's what implied in a streak tracker is you want to make sure they're all together. But if it's progress over perfection, we used to talk about compliance ratio, like how much percentage of this goal that I actually accomplished. If it's 80% that I can consider that goal actually accomplished. So that's that's my thought on it. 
here actually in the she responded to a comment. She asked, "So what if you set up a quarterly goal for a 70-day streak? Would you just reset the goal?" I I think the question to kind of connect to what Verbs just said and both of you said is how do we celebrate a goal that mm-hmm. was sort of incorrectly written? Like she yeah. acknowledges up front, but she's clearly excited about like the way she's talking about her progress is excited and her like that I mentioned I'm a newbie has like this idea that she like understands mm-hmm. that this is a process. So then how yeah, would you how right. would you just either one of you celebrate a habit goal that didn't like land mm-hmm. you haven't quit on it but you're just like I this was crazy. I can't this wasn't ever attainable but I've done so much. Well, you know, when it comes to habit goals, first of all, I would actually say it was achieved or not based on if it was if I would consider it installed. Like will this goal conti- or this ha- will this habit continue once I've like checked off the habit goal? To me, that is the measurement of success. Uh, again, th- we're not going for perfection here. You know, it's uh, I believe Dan Sullivan always says we measure the gain, not the gap. You know, and to me, this is like kind of like, oh, yeah, there might have been a gap in those like street tracker, but the gain was huge. And so uh, let's celebrate that. And it sounds like if the gain was huge, probably that that habit is installed and will continue um, past your goal being checked off, which is really what we're going for here and deserves to be celebrated. So today we talked about how to leverage your own agency in the goal achievement process. We had two strategies for you. Strategy number one was embrace your constraints. And strategy number two was hold yourself accountable. Now, we also have a tip to level up your planner usage. So try this. Try calculating what percentage of the time that you hit your daily three and unpack why you missed any of those daily big three items this week. Now, if you are a full focus planner user, you're able to do this in your weekly preview in the after action review section where it asks you, hey, what worked, what didn't. So if you calculate what that percentage is and really spend some time thinking and processing through, hey, where did I miss these items in my daily big three and what was the cause of the miss? So thank you for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Uh, And join us in the planner community. This is the most productive podcast on the air. So share it with your friends and give us a five-star review and go to the planner community and go buy your planner and be friends with us. <laughs> cool. <laughs> How many things can I cream, try to way. shove into this thing? <laughs> Thank you for doing that. Listen, we'll be back next Monday with another great episode. So until then, stay focused. Stay focused. I love the snaps. This like Courtney snap development is very <laughs> enjoyable to me. Do I do it every time? You've started no. to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, can, that's cool. I can see it on the waveform, this like little peak, this little pop. <laughs> <laughs>
This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.